Command, the Air Force starts here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Air Force Starts Here podcast. I'm your host for this professional development podcast, Jennifer Gonzalez from the AETC Public Affairs team. As you know, this podcast is dedicated to bringing total force big A airmen tips, tricks, and lessons learned from recruiting, training, and the education worlds. In this episode, we're discussing an initiative that has ripple effects across the Air Force. As you likely know, AETC is dual-hatted as the Force Development Command. Force development is just a deliberate process of preparing airmen, Air Force-wide, with the required competencies to meet the challenges of the 21st century. So what is a competency, you ask? Well, it's a combination of knowledge, skills, abilities, and other characteristics that manifests in an observable and measurable patterns of behavior. The Airmen's foundational competencies are categorized in four major groups, developing self, developing others, developing ideas, and developing organizations. In all, there are 22 competencies which fall into these four buckets, more under study and on the way. Joining us to discuss these competencies and the impacts they will have Air Force-wide is the Branch Chief of the Foundational Competencies, Jamel Kaim, and Industrial Organizational Psychologist, Dr. Laura Barron. Thank you both for joining us today. So before we get things started, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm retired Air Force, and I'm a former avionics uh, specialist, and also uh, I was a a previous instructor for the Air Force. But uh, as a civilian, uh, I've worked the technical training side of, of AETC as a curriculum developer. I've been a, uh, a training development element chief, uh, AECC training manager, and a training pipeline manager. Uh, I've been working uh, competencies since early 2018. So quite some time. And Dr. Barron, a little bit about your background. Uh, so I'm a career Air Force civilian. I've worked for the Air Force for nine years. Um, my background is in personnel research, uh, conducting studies and analysis. Um, previously, I was an assistant professor of psychology. Um, I also spent a lot of time at AFPC, where I was the chief of strategic research and assessments. So your skill sets definitely come into serious play here. <laughs> yes, they do. A- a- absolutely. I-, I appreciate Q's knowledge and expertise and education and training. Um, and-, and I think Q is a bit of a data guy, and, and he appreciates uh some of where I can help with the research. Yes, I do. <laughs> Dynamic duo over here. Well, thank you both again for joining us today. So currently, the Air Force has 22 foundational competencies. Can you guys tell us a little bit briefly about what they are and how we got to this? So the uh, competencies, the way that they are structured is that they're structured into uh, bins or uh, buckets. And there are four buckets, developing self, developing others, developing ideas, and developing organizations. So when you think of them from that perspective, then in developing self, the competencies that are associated with with developing self are are accountability, 
communication, decision-making, results-focused, self-control, information-seeking, initiative, and resilience. And developing others, we have teamwork, develops people, perseverance, service mindset, leadership, flexibility, and precision. Under developing ideas, uh, we uh, have competencies, analytical thinking, influence, and creative thinking. And developing organizations, we have resource management, change management, strategic, and strategic thinking. Now we do have uh, two competencies that are under study, and that's uh, digital literacy and fosters inclusion. So digital literacy and fosters inclusion, those are two relatively high visibility um, competencies. They are, they are uh, at the recent um, Corona. The uh, chief of staff and uh, the other MAGCOM commander said that we have two more competencies that are important to, to the Air Force, and that's digital literacy and fosters inclusion. However, what we're doing is we're taking them through a, um, through a rigorous process um, where we find out what those be behaviors are that are associated with the, the, those two particular competencies. So tell me about those processes, because you, in order to get to the 22 we're at now, you had to do the same process that you're currently doing for digital literacy. Um, what are those processes? What do they look like? So let me start off by, by saying that um, the original uh, competencies that we came up with uh, went through a, um, a, a four-phase process, where it started off with a competency summit where uh, representatives from uh, across the Air Force, AETC, SAF, MR, HAF, A1, USAFA, and other organizations review competencies and associated measures previously uh, validated as relevant across a wide variety of jobs. Um, so these, what was important uh, about these behaviors is, is that they distinguish high-performing um, members uh, against those who are just average job performance. Mm -hmm. So that kind of gives you a context of, of the importance of these be behaviors and what they go towards. So in phase two, A, A3J, uh, up under force development, we um, conducted behavioral event interviews where we talked to uh, chaplains and chaplain assistants to get those critical incidents of what made them successful. Uh, phase three was a uh, survey that um, lent it, it itself to um, gathering that data a little quicker. Uh, we sent this survey out to the elite enlisted community, officer community, and a uh, civilian community in order to validate the importance of the identified competencies. Uh, based on uh, those competency measures that we got from, that we obtained from uh, uh, academic literature. And then in phase four, uh, a large survey that we sent out uh, to a representative population of the Air Force, 23,511 uh, personnel uh, across civilian, enlisted, and officers uh, participated, uh, were invited to participate in the uh, the survey. The, the results of that survey, um, 3,200 and roughly 69 uh, respondents uh, helped us vet it 
that the, uh, the, the conference season. Now, Dr. Barron may have a lot more because she has the scientific mind that helps us get more in, 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 into the depths of, of the process. Yeah, I, I like to think of that, that large-scale survey as kind of crowdsourcing the question of what competencies are important for success in an Air Force career. Um, so we went out to representative samples of enlisted officers, civilian, um, all ranks, all grades. Um, and, you know, we, we started with a very long list of competencies and a very long list of competency behaviors. Um, and we were get, able to get down to a smaller number uh, based on their input, input from the Air Force, what was consistent across all of those groups uh, in terms of distinguishing success from non-success or a high level of success from only an average level of, of success. Um, so just, just to give you an example, uh, the initial list that we were working from based on some of those earlier focus groups that you mentioned, um, we had competencies like directiveness, like self-esteem. And you know, while certainly those things may be important for success in an Air Force career, they just didn't reach that same bar or that same threshold um, as importance ratings for the, the current foundational competencies. So, Dr. Barron, you mentioned a bar or threshold. Um, what are what is that bar or threshold, and how can these competencies actually be measured that they're reaching that threshold? Well, so I mean, it, it was a quantitative threshold in terms of the large scale survey we did. Um, so, if you're looking at a, a Likert type survey, and three is slightly important, and four is uh, very important. Things that were only slightly important didn't make the cut. Um, so, you know, I, I mentioned that one survey that was done in, in 2018 uh, that was large that went out to representative samples. We did a, a follow-up um, survey of Air Force supervisors in, in, in 2020 to, to make sure that we weren't missing out uh, on important insights. Um, and that really helped us uh, get down deeper uh, to the finer grain level of, of competency behaviors. Um, you know, it was those behaviors that we used in uh, developing uh, the competency assessments that are now available on my vector. So it sounds like that these competencies all work together to make a well-rounded airman. And, you know, we're in this period of time where we are developing the airmen we need. This is, you know, a statement that can be heard Air Force-wide. So. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you recognize it that way and hopefully as, as, as other airmen that as they're being ex exposed to these competencies that they recognize them the, the same way. So one question I do have when looking at this process and 22 competencies, this sounds like a long, long process. It, it sounds like a long process. However, it's a it is a it's a meaningful process, and it's meaningful in the in, from the aspect of we tend to live our lives a, a lot using checklists. Mm -hmm. You know, check this off, check this off, check this off. What what makes competencies unique is that um, the Air Force says that they're important. Um, they are transferable across jobs, across roles, across functions, across organizations. 
they are even e even usable in our daily lives. Mm -hmm. So they, in essence, be become a, a part of the airmen. That's almost where we're trying to get also with our physical standards too, right? <laughs> that this just it's something that we do all the time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, um, who are these foundational competencies for? So they're for everyone. Okay. They're, they're, they're for everyone. Big A Airmen. Big A Airmen includes enlisted, officer, and civilian. Mm -hmm. So no one is left out. And that's from the beginning of, of their career in, in the Air Force until they, they uh, tire, retire and beyond. Mm -hmm. So it is for everyone. It's it, it is for that uh, that new uh, accession that that comes in as a lieutenant or comes in a, a, as an airman. It is for the a supervisor. It is for the commander. It is for the uh, coaches. For for the mentors. For those relationships that we form within the Air Force, where we can have more meaningful, more contextual conversations, especially when you couch them. Uh, on foundational competencies, foundational, foundation, right? Build, build a foundation mm -hmm. because you can't build a house without a foundation. Mm -hmm. so. so, and this is Air Force wide. This is for someone Air in AETC, someone in ACC. Air Force wide. Every every match comp. Now, see, I so, so if I had my way, we would share it with, with the Army, with the Navy, <laughs> with Space Force, and with the Marines, in every department within the federal government. Well, someone's got to lead the way, right? <laughs> We're right. happy to do it here in the yeah, Air Force. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, we, we have these 22 foundational competencies that have been well-defined by the processes that you guys have painstakingly gone through. Mm -hmm. how, how important is it to have those well-defined sets of competencies to any organization? So when we think about that, um, we think about those guideposts that, um, that um, individuals set for their career goals. Mm -hmm. uh, by knowing what success means and what those behaviors are with, uh, it, within the, the Air Force, then it, it, it lays out a, a roadmap, makes it a little bit easier to have those developmental conversations with your supervisor. It makes it a little bit easier to have those developmental conversations with your coaches, with your mentors, with, with each other. Uh, by knowing what those uh, those behaviors are, what those behaviors of successful members in the Air Force have indicated, uh, what make what made them su successful, mm -hmm. uh, it 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 just creates that roadmap. That just makes it easy to follow. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are there are twenty. Uh, maybe 30 different ways to get to a, 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 a destination if you pick a destination on on the map. Mm -hmm. But you want the most effective I, I destination. Think, I, I think part, part of what's what's so important about, about the foundational competencies, it, as Q said, uh, we need to communicate to airmen what's expected. And part of that expectation is that Airmen need to be more than just technically proficient if they want to be successful in, in an Air Force career. Um, and so this is really a clear recognition that there's some core things that you need to work on throughout your career that will help serve you, that will be transferable. Um, you know, it's very narrow technical skills that make you successful as an intel analyst or as a manpower analyst or as uh, working in special warfare. Um, 
But some of these core things, teamwork, um, analytical thinking, resilience, these will serve you well wherever you go. This sounds very much like a developmental tool. But one question that I do have is, you know, when you talk to people and you're saying teamwork and resiliency and, um, you know, analytical thinking, how can you really measure those things? I, I don't know. Is, is there really a way to measure this? Absolutely. And I, I think it, it's such a great question because there's often a perception that things like that can't be measured, that, that they're too intangible. Uh, but that, that just isn't true. Um, so primarily, measuring a competency well depends on getting beyond uh, a label, getting beyond the bumper sticker of teamwork or resilience, to, to drill down and say, what are those specific behaviors that are associated with the competency? So uh, in other words, don't just ask, well, how good is someone at teamwork, but ask about how they demonstrate it. Um, do they acknowledge the contributions made by others on their team? Do they freely share information with their team members? Do they invite all members of their group to contribute? Do they encourage others to make them feel important? So, uh, I mean, I've framed these as yes, no questions here, but it's not a matter of whether you do these things once, it's the extent to which you do these things consistently and effectively over time. Um, and all of the competency measures that we have available on MyVector are, are based on this continuum, this continuum of consistency, of effectiveness, uh, recognizing that, that no one is perfect, um, no one checks the box to say, yes, I'm, I'm proficient and, and can't grow and get, get better. Um, the other thing that you know I, I'd like to highlight and that I'm, I'm really proud of is that when we developed the competency measures that appear on my vector, we, we really did our homework. Um, so you know, we, we did that large-scale survey of Air Force supervisors um, to, to really identify what are the specific behaviors that distinguish airmen with the highest potential for future career success from other airmen. Um, so what do those high potential airmen do that others don't? And those are the behaviors, uh, those are the assessment questions that, uh, that appear as competency measures on my vector. Um, and then kind of the, the second thing I, I would add, you know, recognizing we're never going to have a perfect me measure, um, but we do measure a competency better when we get input from multiple raters. Um, so if my supervisor, my peers, my subordinates are all rating me highly on teamwork behaviors, well, then we can probably be safe in inferring that I'm, in fact, highly skilled at that uh, versus if only one individual had, had rated on me. Um, and so that, that's why, you know, on, on my vector, we do make available access to uh, what's called a 360 feedback tool um, so that... You know, it, members can stop with a self-assessment, they can stop with a supervisor assessment, but if they want that additional insight, um, they can request feedback from peers or subordinates or, or higher-ranking members. Because when we average across ratings from all of those groups, um, and we do that in a way that's confidential, that protects the anonymity of raters, um, we can get a, a 
really good good measure and a, a good read on, on people's skills. And Dr. Barron, you touched on my vector, and this is where folks can actually take their own assessment on their competencies. And the, the assessment asks questions that, as you said, drill down to those specific behaviors. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the assessment, how it works, um, and how airmen can benefit from going on to my vector and taking it. Go ahead, Q. So, so, so let me start by, by just uh, stating that um, once an, 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 an airman logs into my, my vector, there's a, there's a new tab mm -hmm. on the, on, on the uh, left-hand side on, on the bottom. It says Air Force Competencies, and we're very proud of, of, of that tag because now uh, what they're going to do is open up a whole new world of development, mm -hmm. a whole new opportunity. And so there's a, there's a, there's a self-assessment that... Uh, that, that that they can take what they can self-assess them, them themselves uh, against uh, uh, these uh, be behaviors that link to the competencies uh, and as, as dr. Barron said before that there's an opportunity where they where they have the con they have the control of electing to uh, have the additional assessment come come from a, a, a supervisor mm -hmm. and also uh, from their peers, uh, uh, subordinates, and uh, sub sub superiors. So, if it, they elect, to if do they that. elect to, and that's the most in, in important part of of that anonymity, uh, not only on on, on on the part of the raiders, because we want those raiders to be as honest as possible. Mm -hmm. We want those raiders to to be as honest as possible, but also having the control, the uh, con the individual having the control of who they seek that feedback from. And Dr. Yeah, Burns, this, she can this, this is intended as an optional tool. It's it's really developed with eager, aggressive learners in mind. Um, and you know, I, I would encourage every airman when they go on the site uh, start with a, a competency self-assessment. Um, so we we call this the Pathfinder assessment. You're trying to identify your developmental path for you um, and takes about five to ten minutes um, respond to a list of different competency behaviors and you'll see your results immediately um, and there's a, a few parts to the feedback that, that I think folks will find helpful um, the first is that you can see how you've viewed yourself as to com as compared to norms for um, other members of the same rank as you um, but then the, the most important piece of the results is your personal improvement plan. So you'll see your competency strengths. You'll see, based on the assessment, your potential areas for improvement. And then you'll also see uh, personalized recommendations for online resources that can help with your, your professional development. Um, and so we've included a variety of different types of resources. Um, Courses, books, articles, videos, um, all of them freely available, um, either through Air Force e-learning or um, external websites, things like TED Talks, um, to, to really give you a starting point um, to, help you, uh, to help you focus, to give you some tips about how to improve um, at the same time recognizing that competencies are developed over time with practice. 
It, it, it definitely gives uh, uh, airmen an opportunity to take more ownership of their development. I mean, we, we have a lot of tools that, that are out there. I, I mentioned the coaching and the, 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 the mentoring. Um, but to really add context to those relationships, if I have a, a, a tool which generates a development plan based on an, an assessment of important skills, of important skills, that 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 makes the conversation more meaningful. Uh, I mean, we we uh, think about think about something like job satisfaction. How do I get satisfaction out of a job? Look, airmen work. They they uh, do the work today, mm -hmm. but they're also thinking about their future. So, what better way to pursue your future than through some sort of the development that is meaningful that is leading you down that uh that uh road to to success so so this is known as competency-based development is that correct exactly it sort of creates a uh a a common currency when you talk about competencies you know because if if uh um it's a it is a clear way to c c communicate to um to, to airmen to supervisors uh the necessary behaviors that um, that are required to success succeed in in the Air Force, and and it it supports airmen throughout their career, mm -hmm. which is which is which is very key. Um, so there is there's a chance for continual development because at, if if you look at these uh, uh, competencies and you look at the uh, efficiency levels. The uh, criteria is that they uh, be able to um, apply these competencies in progressively complex situations. So, it's, so it's so it's not to say just because uh, I'm at base X working in base uh, X unit mm -hmm. that if I do this competency, then I am then then I am uh, you know. I'm good to go. Right. No, it's it's it is a continuous growth because the situations that you uh, uh, have w w within your current lo location may not be the, the same situation that you have in a different location. So, will the assessments change as well the more you take them, or will the assessments always be the same? The uh, assessment will will uh, change over time based on the change in competencies. However. You, if if uh, if you take the uh, assessment at, uh, let's say you take the assessment at the beginning of 2021, mm -hmm. you don't have to just take it just once. The uh, the uh, what signifies that growth is that you take that have the opportunity to take that assessment again. So you do the development exactly. You put the time and effort in <laughs> exactly, and then you take that assessment again and see where you're at. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. So uh, the idea of competencies is not a new thing. This is something industry already has and implements and does. It is. It's a development tool that will give airmen something extra. Because we, as, we, uh, as was stated earlier, that we, we focus on uh, the uh, technical know-how, you know, how you do your job. But, but that's, that's, a, that's, that's not a wide enough aspect of of you as a performer. There are behavioral characteristics that also 
um, that that also contribute to your uh, to your performance. Uh, I was I was thinking about something <laughs> today, just today, um, driving. So if I spent my whole life uh, or a, a good amount of my time driving in uh, in San Antonio, uh, where it doesn't snow a lot, right? so I don't get that adverse weather at, that I would get if I was up up north. Right. Up north driving is very different. Now, of course, the uh, skills that I, I, I use, my, uh, my uh, not, not only my driving skills, but my ability to think, mm -hmm. right, to, to think about what other drivers are doing. Uh, if I did that all, all the time in, um, in, uh, on these roads here in San Antonio, then I go up to a place like Chicago in February. Mm -hmm. It's a much different driving uh, situation. My, my driving skills uh, are still useful, but the complexity of, 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 of driving changes. Mm. It changes, so, so I, have to, I have to be able to adapt. And so with, with those transferable uh, uh, competencies, so thinking, thinking about how I drive, thinking about my decisions, de decision making, mm -hmm. and when when I'm driving in, in, in those adverse condi uh, conditions or a complex situation, they change. I have to apply them differently. Mm -hmm. So you know, so it's it is it is it is not a one time. It, it is it is a, a continuous development that goes on with there. It sounds like you guys are definitely um, holding the banner for foundational competencies because I'll be honest, when I first heard about this, I was like, what? But the more that I've engaged and, and spoke with you, it's, it's the more the, that I'm understanding the importance and the impact that this will have for our Air Force. So from, from, from my perspective, uh, growing up in, in the, the Air Force, um, I think that... Um, that uh, we we knew of some of those 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 aspects of performance, but we couldn't quite put our finger on. Uh, so it wasn't un, 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 until recently working with competencies that it started to uh, it started the light bulb that mm -hmm. came up. Whoa! If I if I'd have had this when I was a young airman, a young sergeant or you know a young supervisor it would have made the world of difference in my uh, ability to help develop my area and i and i believe in it that much mm -hmm. i do i don't have a tattoo yet <laughs> but you getting close i don't know i don't know i'm afraid of of the needle so what's next now oh go ahead dr baron i'm sorry so I, I think that that's really the, the beauty of it. You asked, is an industry already doing this? And they are, they have competency models, but, you know, t typically they, they wouldn't have uh, a 360 assessment tool that, that's available to someone new to the organization, not in a senior leadership role. Um, so to have this capability so that a, a young airman um, you know, just out of high school, can, can get this type of, uh, of feedback um, so early in, in his or her career. I, I think that that really is something that's new, that's different, that's 
that's valuable. And yeah, like like you, I, I would have appreciated having uh, that that kind of feedback early on. Yeah, it hits you on the right path right from the start. It does. So we. So I, I think as 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 as, uh, as a former supervisor, that yeah, you you want to do the best for your for your airmen mm -hmm. because one of the things that that's important is 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 you in, in investing as well as the airmen investing in in themselves, mm -hmm. um, and so you know it goes towards things like job retention. You know, you want them to benefit from a successful career because you you can see things in them. Mm -hmm. And having those indicators of how can we bridge that conversation of, you know, where you are and where you want to go. So I think it's, it's, it, is, it is timely and it's very important. It gets after a lot of things that you hear, you know, big Air Force talking about. You, you know, you're, we're talking about aggressive learners, people who are hungry for knowledge and, and passionate about where they're going. It gets after retention. You know, we right. want to retain the best and recruit the best. Exactly. Correct. You are you're absolutely correct. Now, how do we get after that? Mm -hmm. is, 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 is that thing? How do we... How do we arm ourselves? How do we arm supervisors? How do we arm commanders? How do we arm airmen? airmen? And when do we start getting after it? We, we should get after that starting day one. Mm -hmm. And starting now with this, one. with my vector, you with have these the, foundational you competencies. Have, my, my, my vector is, 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 is almost like a hidden gem because it can pr pr provide you all the tools that you need. And it's, it's flexibility. It's flexibility to be able to grow that system to have a central location to where you can get after those different aspects of development after per uh, uh, creating better performance uh, by uh, doing uh, uh, the work that will uh, lead you to better conversations with your supervisor because I think that's that's so so key uh, in that supervisor subordinate re re relationship. If you don't know uh, what's uh, uh, available to you, then how do you advocate for it? Right. I want to advocate yeah. for development. And I think we would always hope that there would be that strong connection between the supervisor and the member. But you know, where that isn't the case, I just add that the competency tools really complement a lot of the content that's already on my vector. So to be able to search for a mentor, mm -hmm. um, to, to be able to have that additional capability so that if you want to sit down and, and talk to, to someone else about your competency results, it doesn't have to be your supervisor. Right. You, you yeah. can reach out, um, reach out, touch someone else who, who's more experienced. Um, and this tool can really give you some, some good material to, to work from uh, as a conversation starter. And you guys have had good success so far with your launch, right? They, as far as people taking the assessment? Yes, we have. I would say we have, Dr. Barron. <laughs> this hasn't been messaged very heavily so far, but we've already had over 3,000 people who've taken it. Yeah. Uh, this hasn't been um, people being told, go, go do. This really reflects um, people saying that this fills the need. Um, this is a tool I'd like to have for me.
And it's only been out for a few months now. No, for a few weeks. Oh, a few weeks. <laughs> a few weeks. That, it, yes. Know? Wow. So I think that that, that lends to, to the credibility. Uh, so we've, uh, so we've used this, uh, we've used a, a, a tool in, in, uh, some of the commander's courses in, uh, certain, uh, 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 Air Force Global Strike Command has used it in their commander's course. AETC has used it in their commander's course. ACC has used it in their commander's course and PACAF has used it in their man command, uh, commander's course. Wonderful. So every every bit of 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 uh of, of marketing opportunity that we can get <laughs> is much appreciated so what's what's next well so i i mean i i think there there's a, a few things that that are coming um one is trying to uh develop assessments that will blend occupational and foundational competencies uh within the same assessment mm -hmm. uh we're received a lot of interest on that from career field managers um, that, that want kind of a one-stop shop. Um, the technical is important, but, but so is the non-technical. Um, how can we make this easy uh, for our people? Um, the second thing, and, and I think uh, you got at it a little bit in terms of the question on retention, we need to be thinking about how we can use the foundational competencies for person job match. So e even though we certainly all aspire to improve on all 22 competencies, no, no person is gonna be the strongest on all 22. Mm -hmm. And no job is gonna put equal emphasis on all 22. Um, so to the extent that we can match people with their strengths, you know, if your strengths are in analytical thinking, let's try to set something up so that it's communicated to you, that you get that feedback that there are Air Force jobs out there um, that can play to your strengths and can give you that, that job satisfaction that maybe you didn't have when, when you were initially matched to a, a career field out of basic training. You know, we've already uh, begun surveying career field managers about what are those unique uh, or I should say foundational competencies that are most strongly important for their, their career fields, for their special duties, um, so that we will be, be set up to build in that functionality to give person job match feedback um, to the member um, based on the same types of assessments that we have on my vector now. That's wonderful. So what am I forgetting to ask? I think that the uh, one of the important questions that come to, to to my mind is how do we get this message out to all the airmen? That's an important question because the sooner we get the message out to all the airmen, the sooner that that, that they can get started, the sooner that they can use the, the tools. And I think that that's it, the advocacy is 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 everything. Marketing is is everything. Knowing that um, this is not a this is not a stagnant process. The uh, the uh, the um, competencies they they can change because as the mission of the Air Force changes, it may change what the Air Force sees as most important. Mm -hmm. um, though the uh, like uh, Dr. Barron said, you're you're not going to be an expert at all of the competencies, but uh, it doesn't stop that develop you from developing 
in any of the competencies that you choose that you may not be using currently in a position mm -hmm. or in a job, in a function, in a, in a role. That a question is the, a question of should airmen take ownership of, uh, of their development? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think when you said, when I asked you who is this for, you said Big A Airmen. Big Just going A. back to that the beginning, I get that now because this is beneficial for leaders or supervisors because their airmen will, will be developed and have stronger competencies to support them. So there are, yes, and there, there, are, civilian, there are civilian career fields that ask about and that are engaged with these competencies as well. So we're not leaving out the uh, civilians by by any means. We're not leaving out the officers by any means. We're not leaving out the enlisted. It is all inclusive. Any role, any function, any organizations. These 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 comfort, uh, uh, competencies, and I think it's very important to highlight are transferable. Mm -hmm. They are transferable, so you can carry with them any carry them anywhere you go. She said it well that the, the Air Force mission may change, certainly our, our jobs, our assignments come and go, but the, this, this idea, um, these four major categories, developing self, developing people, um, developing ideas, developing organizations, we, we all need those to be successful. Um, and you know, if, if we have tools to help us on that path, I, I, I think that I think that's a big win for the Air Force. Win-win. Definitely. Well, <laughs> wonderful. Thank you both so much for your time today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Be sure to check out My Vector to take your self-assessment to determine your level of proficiency in these competencies and learn how to develop them further. From our entire AETC Public Affairs team, I'm Jennifer Gonzalez, and talk to you next time on The Air Force Starts Here.